Hello and welcome to Wise Women Wednesdays. My name is Jennifer Regular. I am a soul-centered empowerment coach at Lighting the Path and also your host of the show. And this is where I bring inspiring women from all around the world to share their gifts, what lit their path, and how they're now inspiring and empowering others to do the same. Today, we have Dr. Ida Green here, who teaches you how to tap into your inner wisdom, your intuition to hear messages from your soul, the divine self, to help you create a stronger connection to source, spirit, and God of your understanding, to have inner peace, own your personal power, grow stronger in self-love, happiness, feel more joy, have better health, wealth, fulfilling relationships, and live a richer quality life. Oh, yes, you can have it all because Dr. Ida Green has done it. And she's here zooming in from San Diego, California to talk to us about the magic of incorporating intuition into your business and your life. Welcome, Dr. Ida Green. It's such an honor to have you here today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. So tell us, how can we have all of that? How did you come to have all of that? What were sort of the things you went through along your path to come to where you are now? It was a journey. Mm -hmm. What I didn't realize, I had this gift all along, but I was so much into my left logical brain because there was not much education in my family. So I was the first to graduate from high school, from college, and to go to nursing school and to get a degree. So there was this emphasis on getting an education. So I was so, but my mother was clairvoyant, which I didn't realize at the time, and my sister was. And I had the gift, but I just didn't know that I had it. But what I did know is that I was different when I was a younger child. I thought, well, these are not my real parents. They, they must have stolen me from somebody. But I never told my mother that. Okay. <laughs> and I saw angels and I saw spiritual beings, but I never talked about it because I didn't understand it. When my mother took me to a church when I was five years old where they were speaking in tongues, but they were giving messages and, you know, really like channeling messages. But I didn't understand any of that. It was just part of my history, you know, right. uh -huh. but I did go to church when I was six years old and the missionary said, well, who wants to let Jesus in that line? And I said, I do. So I went, took myself to church, joined the church, started singing in the choir and I went to church. My parents never told me not to go. They just let me do what I wanted. So I went to church and did a lot of things, but I was just really a free spirit. And my childhood was just great. It wasn't until I became grown and married that I really, with the challenges set up, because I didn't, I was away from the protective arms of my dad mm. and had to figure things out on my own. So I went to nursing school in Chicago and that was good, but I got ordained and as a Moody, in my Moody Bible study as a minister. And I just followed my inner guidance, you know, and then I, I was a, I wasn't afraid because my mother always told me told us we had angels around us, so I knew I had the angels to protect me, and I felt really good about that. But then I got married in Chicago from nursing school, and that was a problem because I didn't know that. But my husband, I went to school with him, but he was schizophrenic, mm. and that was a really challenge living with someone who's hallucinating and you know, and throwing things around, and it was just scary. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
he ended up, I moved to California, he ended up dying on me. I know the ace. I was angry with him for dying on me and leaving me in San Diego by myself, you know, but that's when I started my journey in education. I thought, well, I got to keep my mind busy. So I started working on um, teaching and working on teaching credential and getting my bachelor's and my master's and so I just, and get my license in marriage and family therapy. I just started that education. So I was at San Diego State all the time. That was just my life because mm. I had nothing else, no children, nothing else, just myself. And then I married again. And that's where the problem set in because God gave me a message that I should not marry that man. But I wasn't, I wasn't listening to those messages and I wasn't paying attention to my inner guidance. So turned to find out that man had been to prison. He um, had, um, he physically beat me, emotionally, verbally beat me. And so I had to, what, what really made me leave him, I was thinking, you know, the next time he hit me, I'm gonna hurt him. And I thought if I hurt him, I'm gonna go to jail or prison. So the thought of me going to jail or prison made me leave him. But I still wanted to have a family, wanted to have a husband, and, you know, because we had, I became a foster mother and had this little boy, and I really wanted the family, so I kind of tried to make it work. Mm. But I learned a lot about how to save a marriage, although I couldn't save mine. And the minister told me to leave him. The, the psychologist told me to leave him. I thought, I want to make this work. But when I started thinking about hurting him, I thought, no, it is not worth it. I've got to leave. So I, it took a lot of work, a lot of thinking. And, but when I did leave him, I started thinking I had lost my self-esteem. And here I was a registered nurse. I had my bachelor's. <clears throat> I had my master's. I was a licensed management ther family therapist. Plus I was a teacher. And yet I had with all this knowledge and I'm still finding myself in an abusive marriage. I've got to do something about it. So I started teaching self-esteem classes, working with the women with domestic violence and teaching domestic violence classes, anger management class, because I was angry, <laughs> writing a book on anger. I, I started writing, I, that's when I produced all my books. I created 18 books during that time. 18? 18 books. Wow. When I get pain and trauma, I write about it. Uh -huh. I finally put, you know, found someone to help me put it together, but I just started writing. And that's how all this stuff, all my, get rid of my pain, my hurt, my anger, and all that stuff, it just got me into my creative writing skills. Plus, I started speaking, doing seminars and speaking. I just need to get the stuff out of me. Right. In the process of doing that, I helped a lot of other people. And I found a nonprofit and worked with abused kids. And this was a shift for me because the kids could see angels. And I, and I had to figure out how to interpret the, the message to them that the angel were giving them. So I started dressing like an angel teaching classes on angels, doing angel readings, and wrote a book on angels. I was just really into the angel stuff, you know. And that was really, really powerful for me. And then I, I, back in 2008, I had a lady give me a reading that said that I couldn't incarnate in this lifetime as an angel. I thought, boy, I'm not acting like this. What, what you, you can incarnate as an earth angel, but you, and you're in a body, you still have the human emotion and feel it. It doesn't, it makes it easy for you, but it doesn't discount you having anger and frustration and working through all those human emotions. So like everyone else, I had to figure out how to work through. So I turned my lemons into lemonade. 
as the, you know, got on television, had a television uh, book, wrote a book on uh, loving yourself, and that was in that Palm Desert. Then I got on San Diego, uh, Channel Six of San Diego, and wrote a book on how to be alone without feeling lonely because I didn't have a husband and <laughs> was not ready to get one again. So it's just really a creative experience for me to expand and to grow. And then in 2017, I joined Rich German's program. He said, what is it that you do so well? It's just like breathing. I said, it's my intuition. It's just like breathing. So he called me to sell psychic. I really didn't like me called psychic because I'm intuitive. So I, but I started teaching these classes on intuition and, and I had the gift. I got a gift now where I can activate people's intuition and inner guidance. So during that time, I got all of these gifts. I started teaching the class. And then one guy went to my program and he got a transformation where he, they had to give me a reading and also they give each other reading. So he would use his intuition with the court and got a $30,000 $30, judgment in his favor. Then I had another girl with her intuition and she created an art project and made $2,500 from the art project. So I realized that this inner guidance is something you can use and make money with. Yeah. So this year, God gave me the idea about the soul reading. Now I'm doing the soul reading. The first time I did them, I made $1,800 at the Holistic Fair. The next time I did, I made $2,000. And they have one coming up in May on the 22nd. And who knows what I'll make then. Yeah. But since then, I created my, my five-week program. I have the soul reading, my five-week program. I have the 90-day um, coaching program to uh, awaken your intuition. I have the six-month program to develop your intuition. And just recently, I created my year-long program, certification program, to grow your intuition. And I just had one lady, just created two weeks ago, and had one lady hop into it already. Wow, amazing, amazing. The perseverance that you have and just following spirit and your intuition, no matter how much situations try to break that spirit, you just got that out of you. Anything that wasn't you, you wrote about it, you spoke about it, you learned about it. I mean, we teach what we most need to learn, right? Yeah, so absolutely. It only makes sense along your path, I the different it. topics you did. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. And you always just sound so like you always just did trust your intuition and really embodied God, being God had, a, God had to work on me because he finally told me, in fact, I told him maybe about 30 years ago, you can use me in whatever way you want to. But my left brain still wanted to know. And he finally said, you know, I didn't tell Jesus. I'm not telling you. You either let me use you and allow me to use you, or forget about it. I said, "Well, I wanna, I want you to use me." So I'll just allow <laughs> it to happen. So it took a long, long time for me to completely trust. So now the message it just poured through me. So I call it channeling because they're not my words. That like today, I never heard this about. This is the year of the woman, and this is the year for women to sow until. I gave that woman a soul reading a minute ago. It, it, it was uh -huh. And then it came. That 2022 was the year of women. Yeah, for women to soar. And this is the time oh, to yeah. go to the apex. You know, he said, this is, they've been on that made patriarchal system for years. Mm. And now's the time for them to rise up above that to the phoenix. And so now I'm going to start talking about this is the year of the phoenix for the women to rise to their greatest, greatest height. 
Yes. I heard that There's been talk more and more about the ascension process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you're talking about that this year, it's really about the women ascending and that's moving and rising up. This abortion stuff is coming up for women to get so, yeah. uh, so aroused that they will break through the shackles. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And so what happened with you personally, Dr. Ida, with your family and relationship? And where did all, that all land for you after? Well, my sister was my sister was clairvoyant and my mother was clairvoyant, so they could see things. But my sister and I were not very, well, my family was in Florida and I was in California by myself and I was lonely, but then I had a choice. I they had been around my family, I would not have soared because they've been worried about me. I did a lot of things, cookie things, you know, dressing like an angel and going out doing all kinds of things and traveling by myself. So they would have been worried. My family was in LA, that was in Chicago. I was here by myself. I was lonely, but I got I had a chance to, you know, to explore my creative gifts and not have anybody tell me no. Uh, be oh, because my mom was so, my mom had a PhD in words. She worried for me in the whole world, you know. So yeah. she would have been telling me, "Oh, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that, or whatever." You know, she she just would have. I was doing so many risk taking things mm. that people would have been worried about me and said, "Oh, in fact, they you know still said people I tell strangers." I said, listen, I don't want to hear any words. Let me just go out here and try on my own. And if I fail, I fail. But I have to, I had to really isolate myself from some friends because they were very pessimistic, very uh, negative, and into doom and gloom. And I was into positivity stuff, especially when I became a minister. I thought I can't be a minister and uplifting other people and and have these people saying negative things to me. Yeah. How can I, I can't even lift myself alone, alone somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I really put a narrow window around me and who I could listen to, who I couldn't. So I was pretty much in a cocoon by myself. I went to LA to see my family. I went to Florida to visit them, went to Chicago to visit them, but it was me going out to find them. So what I told myself is that I go to meet my family. So that gave me peace of mind. Now, wherever I went, it was my family. I go to the grocery store, that's my family. Yes. So I have a post office, I have a family. Uh, and that, all the stores I go to, I have my family. I meet yes. my family where I go. So I don't feel lonely because mm -hmm. I just make connections with people, these human connections. And I don't feel alone because I feel like they are my family since I don't have family. Yeah. And I just know that my angels are always with me and God is always with me. And I, Jesus is my healing. I use the healing energy of Jesus when I do healing work. So I have family. My, I am my family, you know? So yes. I'm not alone because my family is everywhere I go. All the people, like you're my family. Wherever, whoever I meet is, I go to meet my family. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love I'm that. Never, I'm never alone and I'm never lonely because I'm always talking to my family members. Yes. You know, last week, God showed me a picture, and I've never seen it before. We talk about the tree of life, uh -huh. and he was a tree, and all of us were leaves on the tree, like everybody was a leaf mm. on the tree. Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, so we're all connected anyway, you know? Like some leaves fall off, and like little babies be born, and some die, but it's just this tree of life, where every people of all races are on this tree. 
So we're all brothers and sisters connected because we come to the one source, that one fountain of all life, and we come from that source. What a beautiful image, Dr. Ida, you just gave us of that tree. Yeah. And our all leaves on that tree. Yeah. So we get, we're, we're constantly nourished, even though we don't think we are. And I used to wonder, where does the money come from? But as I got closer to the tree and to the source and to the fountain, I had less fear about money. And now God let me find a penny, a quarter, a nickel, a dollar. Every day I find money. You do? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I let God, God let me know he's going to take care of me. So I just say I'm a money magnet. Oh, I love it. Money I love just it. comes to me. People give me money sometimes. People love to give me money. <laughs> that is awesome. That is <laughs> a skill and a trait I, that I, I think many would want. <laughs> I have to learn how to receive because I want to give. Yes. But they say, you know, you're not blessed. You're not letting me bless you, but you, you're too good to have me get. I said, I'm so sorry. Then I went to Walmart one day and the lady said, I want to pay for your, your groceries. And I only had given the money, the woman the money. It was $5. So I learned from that. Now I just ask people, would you like to pay for this? And they'll say yes or no. And sometimes they, most times they say yes. Now pay for my, I never have more than $5. I'm going to ask them that. <laughs> <laughs> but they pay and I, and I thank them. I love it. Just ask if they said no, I have the money in my purse already. Yes, ask, believe, and be open to receive, right? Yeah, so now I'm into receiving. (laughs) Into receiving. That's so important because that's how life, energy, money circulates. Mm -hmm. It goes around and it comes around. And so now you're helping women in business, is that right? And using their intuition in business. So tell us about that. Well, I see now why I'm doing that, because if this is the year of the ascension of the women right. and women are to soar, then I want to give empower them with this. When you've got your intuition going, every, it's like the oil that smooths everything out. So you're just in the flow of all life and everything that's good and for your good. It's like a river flowing. You're in that river and you just go around the flow and everything that we want, if we trust and believe and know and accept that it's available. It's there available. We just eat from the fruit of the tree of the fountain of, uh-huh. of whatever is there and we have nourished, you know? So it's really trusting, going our trust, going our belief, but really allowing. I had to learn, I've heard about lot, let go and let God. It took me a long time to completely 100% let go. I had about 10% or 20 or 30%. So God's been patient with me because I kept saying, well, I want to know what is going on. He said, I'm not letting you know. You you either let me go flow through you and speak through you or you don't. I said, okay, go ahead and speak to me. (laughs) Wow, wow. (laughs) When when I give people these messages, I don't know what the message is because it's because it's for them other than me. Yes. But today I heard this message. I'm glad I heard it because mm-hmm. now this is year of the century of women. I had no idea that. That's I'm really in the flow in terms of narrowing my niche to spiritual women or women on the spiritual path. Although I, I want to have Christian women, but I need to get people who are more aligned with me, women on the spiritual path or women who are spiritual because they are more likely to understand what I'm saying and then I can bring those other along with this, you know, with the drift of the mouth, the, whatever the, the aroma, they would just show up. Yes. 
That is so awesome. So you said you do that through soul readings and you have courses as well. And incredible. And you're speaking at different events too, it sounded like. So absolutely. So you're just everywhere. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> doing it all. I just subtract. Like I had forgotten about my message with you, but God wanted me to do that. So he sent you around and said, you better go back to Dr. Ida and tell her, let's do this thing. <laughs> Whatever I miss, it comes right back again. So yes. I'm never missing anything, you know? Whatever I need for my highest good. That's right. And where I can be of service to humanity. Because like he told me to give soul readings free for Mother's Day. Some people took me up on it and some people didn't, but I charged those things, but I gave them for, I just finished with this lady today and that was for a free one that I was in a group and it said, give free readings for other day. So I just do whatever spirit tells me to do because I'm blessed. I can give money because I'm constantly receiving money. So why can't I give money? You share those blessings. Amazing. And that's why I do Wise Women Wednesdays, too, is to bring inspiring women like you to be able to share their messages and uplift humanity. And if each one of us is able to do that and share around the world like you are, right, to give and to receive and to uplift and rise into the ashes and emerge into who we came here to be and do what we came here to do, then we might just reach my vision of global coherence, right, and global harmony where it's like your tree, only now we're all rustling and singing and <laughs> being happy together and strongly rooted and yeah, and there's well, changes that go on in that too. You're part of that, though. You're part of this. Um, part of the flow. You're part of that glue that's bringing people together, like mm. myself and other people. So you are a vessel that's being used for the purpose of uplifting the women. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, we have wisdom speakers and seekers podcast too, where the men or however you identify are also able to share their messages and their stories, and um, and then really we can all rise together at some point, right? Just women have been brought down so low that we need to rise and ascend. As this is the year to do it, as you're saying, and that you're delivering yeah. from us from spirit, so that we can come back into balance and harmony again right yeah. and even the masculine and feminine within us right men i'm finding especially the speakers that i've had on the other podcast are talking their consciousness is racing and they're talking about the things that men have been trained and conditioned not to talk about mm -hmm. and they're starting to share that too on these platforms so it's really remarkable to see that you know at once we've had this yearning to be seen and heard and yet feared at the same time from whatever old programs and conditions and so on. And, you know, or maybe our mothers have a PhD in worrying <laughs> that we hold back <laughs> for that, you know, to try to protect someone else. But, um, but now people are showing up and they're being seen and they're being heard and they're stepping more fully into who they are, embodying their truth, activating their soul's calling. And, um, you know, I always tell people too in, in my coaching that I'm not here to change you. I'm here to help you reveal who you truly are. Right. And that's, to, so, that's so yeah. You know what we really need more of is more men who can have a container to mm. be comfortable and let the feminine spirit soar. Yes. Without, without worry or out suppressing it, but let it, it's really, everyone has that masculine feminine, but it's just that the feminine 
body has been used and abused and that have not had the opportunity to soar to its maximum uh, peak, you know, where it can be kings and like a king or whatever, you know. Yeah. We, we can, you know, we just, it's time for that, for the feminine just to really get out of the phoenix and just rise and soar. Because as I told the last lady, as you soar, everyone soars with you. Yes. Everyone, no one is left behind. That's right. Yes. And I talked about that years ago about the world being transformed by women, but this is the year for us to do it. Right. You know, you're reminding me of an event <clears throat> that I went to several years ago, and it was led by Indigenous women. We were all there together, but they guided it. And it was called Gathering Women from the Four Directions. And one of the things that struck me, and I'm thinking about it now again, is that there was a strong correlation at that time, and I believe it's still true, between the violence against women, domestic violence against women, and the earth, which is mother earth, mm. right, which is a feminine body planet. Mm. And I find that so true that, you know, the, the abuse and the violence has been put on to the earth as well. And now as women are healing, the earth is also healing too. And the men whose minds would support that kind of behavior are also changing. And we're seeing this whole new dynamic happening now, but it takes time and this transformation is strong and some people are working against it because, you know, they fear the change and they, they need things to be normal <laughs> in a certain way. And, um, but there's also this real uprising of the change makers and people embodying their truth that are helping to support all of us coming into harmony, men, women, the earth, other gender identities, and just having that respect for diversity as well. And just being able to not just tolerate each other, but to really appreciate each other and value each other more. And like you say, everywhere you go is your family. Imagine if we all felt that way. You know, and we all we would, treated we each would, other that way. Would, Being yeah, a we, dysfunctional yeah, family at times. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know, but, but we all evolve, we're all here to evolve, for our soul to evolve. Yes. And as our soul evolved, in fact, you know, the earth was started with the woman and she lost her glory and we lost our identity and subjugate that to the male energy. Mm. So now we need to correct that and get rid of that get out of that puster that that uh trauma that we're unworthy we are really god wants to change the world through the feminine energy it doesn't mean that men excluded it means they're included when women rise the whole world rises yes everything was created through the womb and we can go back and create that again in a more powerful way yes absolutely Absolutely. I so appreciate all of your upliftment and positivity and your energy and your passion, Dr. Ida. This has been such an amazing episode and interview and time together. And I know you have so much more to offer. And so how can people reach out for that, for what you offer to find out more about you and all the different things that you do offer? What can they do for that? Okay. Uh, I have a free Masterclass 
that they can talk get for business, about business in life. When they go to my website, they get the free ebook. They get a VIP um, free report. They also get the uh, masterclass, the first um, wisdom of the month. They get the webinar on sales, the which is coming up this Thursday, the second uh, Thursday in the Thursday in the month. So all of that they get when they go to www.askdrida.com. Perfect. A S K, drida.com, and they get a, they can also get an intuitive strategy session with me. And we can talk about what God is pouring for me that you need to hear. And oh, I have this so new exciting. thing called the soul reading. And they come from the records of life, from the Akashic records. And those are messages that are channeled that speaks right from your soul to you to let you know where you are, what's blocking you, and what's your next step. I invite you to get your soul reading. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Ryan. And we'll have those links in the show notes, show notes for everyone to access as well. Do you have any final words of wisdom to be shared today, right now? Yeah, soul is, soul is telling me to trust, trust, release, let go, allow spirit to take over, rest in the bosom and the arms of source, and allow it nourish and take care of you it wants to take care of you it's waiting to bring you into its bosom so you can rest in peace oh thank you so very much for that message <laughs> and thank you to all of you who have been watching and listening today on wise human wednesdays with dr ida green and i'm jennifer regular alighting the path and we will see you next time thank you for listening. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely, Dr. Ida. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.